The Ohio Harness Horsemen's Association presents Top of the Stretch, a podcast that looks at harness racing in the Buckeye State. The Ohio Harness Horsemen's Association has set up a PayPal donation portal for those that want to help Ohio horsemen in need during the COVID-19 crisis. All money donated will go to the OHHA Horsemen's Benevolent Fund. Contributors can earmark their donation for either the Equine or Human Fund. Horsemen in need can apply for funds by completing an application, which is available on the OHHA website, ohha.com. Thanks, and stay safe. Joining us on top of the stretch, the winningest driver in harness racing for the last few years and doing double duty both at the Meadows and Northfield. He's been sidelined, though, for the last month or so, Aaron Merriman. Aaron, welcome to Top of the Stretch. All right. I'm, I'm glad to be here. Now, what in the world does the busiest driver in all of harness racing do when you're down for a month, a month and a half with no drives? Well, my own yard work, for one. Um, that's actually kind of enjoyable. We have those. We've had a few nice days, and uh, I kind of get out and get my own yard work done and things like that, and uh, gotten some things done around the house that uh, you know, I haven't had the opportunity to do, and like added some shelves and things just to kind of putz around a little bit and spend a lot more time with my son. Um, my daughter, unfortunately, is in New Jersey, and it's kind of a hot zone out there for um, COVID, so um, I have not made the journey, nor is she, um, just out of safety, uh, safety reasons. I think that's the best thing. Now, have you done anything to stay in shape, or has that just come naturally for you? I mean... I guess racing chip. I, I get out the week, uh, like at least once a week. I go to um, Billy Rhodes' barn there to train. Um, you, you know, it's a couple, few times it was twice a week, but I mean, really just kind of kept in my same you know regime. I you know I don't really do much. My son keeps me medium to active. You know when he's active, and uh, I got a dog uh, rescue in February. Um, he really likes to walk, so we do a little bit of that. But I mean, I guess you know, out of shape for uh, quarantine wise, I guess, but. You know, I drove 15 today, and I felt real good. Now, today at Scioto, you, or we should say, because I'm not sure exactly when we'll air this, but the, on Saturday, uh, the, uh, what was it, 16th? I've lost all track. The only way I can tell what day it is is by my pill container. Are you, you find <laughs> it's you're about the same way or what? Oh, yeah. I thought I'd be, like, better with the days, but I'm worse, actually, because all the days would run together when I was driving all the time, like, and I knew what day off would be probably usually a Thursday or Sunday. Um, but, no, with no sports, it's hard to tell. And then now they all just are about the same day as me. You know, nothing's open late. Nothing's really open. So it all seems like a Sunday to me. I'll tell you, Saturday it was, the 16th. Uh, you drove in 15 of the 16 qualifiers at Saturday Downs. Was it nice to get back into the bike and uh, kind of have some competition for a change? Oh, absolutely. Um, just seeing guys it was, it was phenomenal, and the, and the people. Um, that, that was the biggest for me. Uh, you know, I, like I said, I really like enjoy this, and I enjoy the people so much. And you know, having the horses back, and you know, having some of them, you know, real eager to see the gate. You know, horses that are race horses that probably been raced for a couple of years. Uh, you know, the, the break time didn't hurt them. You know, they were very, very fresh. Um, I drove a lot of races. You know, I mean, I don't feel it right now, but maybe I will tomorrow. Um, you know, it's like anybody will tell you, you know, like nothing like racing, but. Um, it was just an awesome feeling just to get out there and, uh, and to compete, whether it was a qualifier or a race. i got to be honest with you. I had trouble recognizing you out on the 
racetrack uh, Saturday because uh, a different race bike that I'm used to seeing, uh, wearing black colors and even, I think, a black helmet or something. Uh, yes. What's that all about? Uh, that's kind of like my uh, undercover like qualifying uh, gear. Um, I've got two black uh, matte black race bikes or galaxies are a little bit bigger than my um, uh, bike that I use on the usual, which is an Eclipse. Um, so I brought that from Northfield just, you know, to qualify. And I actually have one like just the same at the Meadows with my fluorescent wheels. Um, and then the train suit, I get all my train suits black. And I actually ordered black, another black helmet. Um, that one's there since like 2014 or 15. Um, that one's a little bit too much black. But uh, I, I do have another one coming, a little less black. But I kind of just like the the accent, you know, and just change the pace a little bit. I always like being a little different. Now, with Sciota racing at 630, Northfield racing at six o'clock, at least until the Meadows gets underway. No double headers for Aaron Merriman. It's almost going to be like a vacation for you. <laughs> yeah, you know, and it's probably, it might be a good thing. You know, um, you know, getting back in the groove a little bit and and go a few weeks uh, before you know I roll into the double headers. Uh, you know, Silas, you know, Jason, um, Roth, uh, you know, Joe Morris, and um, Gabe Pruitt, they're all down there. They're greeting the horsemen. Uh, I, I thought it was a very very classy thing to do. You know. Um, them wearing the face masks as well. Um, I just, like I said, it was very, very classy for the, for the Sciota Downs and their employees to uh, come down and gracious. But, you know, they had said, hey, you're going to come down some? And I said, for sure, on Fridays. And I'll be there next, probably Friday, Saturday, and Monday um, when Northville doesn't go. And I'll definitely be there Fridays and maybe a couple other days as well. Um, like I said, it, when you get the management and, and great people to race for, it, uh, they sure encourage you. Now, once the the Meadows gets back into operation, you'll go what double headers uh, Meadows in the afternoon and Northfield at night, as you did last year. Yeah, I, I believe so. That that's my plan. Um, I guess I really like the Meadows. Um, it's kind of been a, you know second home to me, and uh, you, you know I'm anxious to get them guys back. You know, see them guys and uh, Wilder and Tony were there today. Uh, Tony Hall and Mike Wilder were at the, the qualifiers there today. So you know I've talked to them, but you know it's just nice to see them, and you know it's. You know, none of us are sick, but, you know, a lot of people have been sick, so just had to, you know, be safer, you know. So, um, I, yeah, I'm very anxious to go back to the Meadows and uh, and do double headers and, you know, kind of get back in the groove again. Now, last year you didn't have as many drives as you had in years past, and you just barely got to that 1,000 plateau. Now, being off there for the number of days that you've been off this uh, season – have you got any kind of a shot for a thousand wins in 2020? No, I don't think so. Uh, it'd be a miracle. Um, I, you know, I, I'd have to really somehow pick up uh, extra cards, and you know, I always, you know, probably went to close to 25% rate as is. Um, I, I think that's very, very high. <laughs> you know, and I, you know, it just be, it would take a lot, but I just don't foresee it happen. Maybe we'll just throw a little asterisk on this year, and, uh, and you know, like the strike strike shortened seasons of the baseball and, and football and basketball with a stroll asterisk on this season. You know, I've kind of been your stats guy for the last few years, and uh, I'm going to predict right now that you'll be in that range of 850 to 900 wins. Uh, good Lord willing, and the crick don't get too high. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, which would be great, you know. And, you know, I've ever been, like I said, I was on the interview the other day, everyone means about the same to me. I, You know, I always feel like if you're helping somebody and, and doing something good, like I said, people, there's a lot of cogs in the wheel um, to getting these horses raced, you know, and including the racetracks. You know, you got the grooms and sometimes even feed people, trainers, owners. And, uh, 
I just like being part of the team, you know. So, you know, everyone is about equal. You know, I want to just win everyone if I can. Now, the protocols are in place uh, for uh, what takes place in the paddock and on the racetrack and such, and they're the same at Northfield and Souda Downs. What do you say to other drivers, trainers, caretakers about following these protocols? I mean, it's just, it's just a must-do. Uh, you know, I think that I've seen today a phenomenal job by everybody. Everybody wore their face masks. Um, everybody did a great job. Um, even the drivers had the face masks on and just pulled them down when they got on the track. I know it's going to be uncomfortable for a while. Um, it'll end up being second nature, and, and by the time it's second nature to us, you know, I think we're going to be back to normal. You know, um, we probably won't have to wear them. But I think it's, uh, you know, as horsemen, we just got to kind of stick together. And um, if we see someone not following the protocol, I, you know what I mean, just maybe pull them aside and say, hey, this is, you know, remember this two months to two and a half months that we didn't race, this is the reason why. You know, this is, you know, one person can, you know, ruin it for everybody. So I think that um, as us working together and us, you know, pretty much being together and uh, doing the right thing, I believe uh, we're not going to have any problem to keep racing. And like I said, before you know it, it'll be second nature and it'll be over and done with. So um, let's just go, you know, the horsemen and do the best we can through what we got for right now. Thank you for listening to Top of the Stretch. Top of the Stretch podcasts are a presentation of the Ohio Harness Horsemen's Association.